What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Crossman, an iHeartRadio podcast. You know, I'm never the culprit of misplacing things, really. Not as often as you. But I think I was we're still just... trying to find my uh, car keys that you misplaced about uh, in the start of quarantine. Still can't find those bad suckers. Uh, I think that was actually like a year ago. No, it was when we got the chickens. Was it? Was, it? it was the day of the chickens when my keys went missing. Oh, and good memory. Thank you. But <laughs> you have, it's like you, you say to me all the time, and that's been my, what's that thing called? Like where my kicker, what's that? No, what's it called? Like where I'm like, your well, trump card? My trump card. Cause he's always like, you don't ever, which is funny cause I always put things back in its place, but I have a tendency to be like, oh, where's my phone? Or where's like this when it comes to like my personal things? But every time you say that, I'm like, and I don't want to hear it. I was like, you lost my keys. <laughs> no matter what it is, you always bring that up. There's nothing I can do about it. But why were you saying that? Oh, because uh, I was frantically looking for my phone just now, and I thought I lost my mind. I didn't even remember the last place I had it. and it The, was just the so best part about that, though, is he was looking for his phone, getting so for hot ten, and ten minutes. flustered. It was like 30 and 30 and he's like getting all like worked up and i'm like okay well let's just retrace your steps like let's figure this out and he's just getting more flustered and flustered and i was like i am gonna go to the bathroom and then i'll come look for it the first place i look of course it was there <laughs> it was there i was like but that's you always gotta check the couch that's like that's i did i checked all the couches and chairs except for that one well we hope all of y'all had a great Christmas, however it was spent. 
I'm so excited for the new year. I, I can't wait. I have a fear, though, around the new year that everyone, like, people already put a lot of weight in, like, new year, new me, it's new year, like, whatever. This year, especially, I feel like people are going to put so many eggs in that basket. Which is great. They should. I'm going to do that. I'm like, what can I do to, you know, feel my best, look the best, be healthiest? Like, Yeah, but you'll follow through and do it. But I'm saying people might have 2021 such high expectations because they're like, well, it's just naturally going to be better because it can't get worse than this year. And who knows? It might. I mean, I think, you know, I think the expectation, like you said, of 2021 is really high, but I think it's really bad to set expectations just in general. Yeah. Because you're going to get let down. And there's a difference between setting expectations and setting goals. Because there's people there's people that are like, I don't set goals because then that way I won't be let down. It's like, eh, <laughs> doesn't really work like that. But okay, teach their own. But I mean, I do think, I mean, I, hopefully it's a better year. But at the same time, I still kind of, whereas you think that I'm not half full in this area of my life is where I'm like, no, it was a yeah it was troubling and there was hard times but I also am like okay what's what was the what was the positives all the time we spent with our kids all the so it's like I try to think about those things to be like okay you know how can I bring some of those things that I learned in 2020 to do better in 2021 as a better person as a happier person as a more patient person Look at that. Mama Jana is dropping knowledge on and inspiration <laughs> on everybody. I'm not. I'm just Preach saying. Preach it, like, girl. But like, I'm just excited for those opportunities. And, you know, it's not Christmas anymore because we're on the brink of another celebration. You know, I have a hard time calling it a celebration. And my therapist even got on me, got on me for this last week. Because it'll be a year of sobriety for me on New Year's Eve. And so just my my shame and stuff wants to just not shed light on it at all. Um, and just treat it like another day because it is. And I don't know, man. It's just hard because I think I have a lot of shame around it with, you know, I wish this was the four year. You know what I mean? And it's like thinking back on the, you know, bumps and major obstacles that we faced the last four years. It's just, you know, four or five years. It's it's just hard to to not look back. And I'm sure you're the same way. Yeah, no, I talked about it with my therapist last week and it was one of those things where it's like, you know, I was like, how do I balance? Because I'm like, I'm angry, mm-hmm. but I'm also wanting to be supportive. I was like, how can I balance being supportive and being really triggered and really hurt and let down without, you know, so it's like, I'm like, how do I, how do you balance that? Because I'm like, this is his third or second, third or second birthday I've thrown you. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm like, I don't want to bake a cake anymore. And now I'm angry. Like, how many more one-year cakes am I going to make? You know? Yeah, and I don't want anything. Like, I don't. So I think that's like, you know, but I'm like, but I want to be supportive. So I'm like, how do you like balance that, that walk with like wanting to be a supportive spouse, but also being like, well, how many more times are we going to throw this party? Right. You know, we're, we're going to have a good friend of yours 
mm-hmm. um, Brian Davis, who is openly a, a sex addict as well. Sex and love addict. Yeah. Sex and love addict. Slaw. Um, and we'll have her on and we'll kind of talk about some of this. You know, she's been sober, what, 11 years? Yeah. She just celebrated her um, 11 year sobriety on December 6th. And Brian and I did a movie together. Um, we met on prom night. And um, the movie prom night. <laughs> sorry, the movie prom night. And um, yeah, we we just we've stayed in touch. Um, but it's it's funny just to like tee up Brianna a little bit. Um, when I was doing Dancing with the Stars, <clears throat> and by the way, she's gone on to you know be on TV shows like Six and um, True Blood, True Blood, um, Jarhead, opposite Jake Gyllenhaal. Like she's you know she's an amazing actress, and you know she's. She, you know she's she's really really good she's gonna be on lucifer this next season too mm-hmm. yep um and then so we kind of lost touch a little bit when i was doing the country stuff but we always you know said hello and you know facebook or whatever it was then myspace i don't know <laughs> and um when i was doing dancing with the stars and then all of the stuff came out about your sex addiction she reached out to me and was like hey you know would love to meet so we met at katsuya in um california in the, in the valley and um you know and i i just kind of thought we were gonna have like a bashing session <laughs> about you because you, you were in rehab and right um and she was like i'm actually a sex and love addict and i was like what <laughs> so you know i i learned a lot from brianne and she's kind of been my pseudo sponsor pseudo sponsor like she was the one i called when i found out about you hiding like the fake accounts last year and the deleting of the, you know, your messages mm-hmm. with the woman. So, or the lady, whatever. And, um, so, you know, I called her. So she's kind of always the person that I've called in those moments. And, and when I'm like, you know, about ready to jump from a bridge to be, to be like, what, what do I do and how do I handle this? And, you know, I think she, you guys even spoke at a time or two mm-hmm. during last year and stuff. Um, because she's very much in her program and you know she's a sponsor to a lot of people and i mean 11 years is incredible so mm-hmm. and just you know her stories and but i'm mean, really excited to have her on but first let's um let me check in with you mike how are you feeling just like diving into this uh, again i think it's it's uncomfortable for me as well um because i don't want to really shed a light on it i just want it's just another day it's just it is and it isn't you know um, and for me with my, my personality of nothing ever being good enough, like it, things that I do not being good enough, I'm just like, all right, what's it like? I might feel the same way in 10 years. All right, well, okay. It's 10 years, whatever. Keep going. Right. But you still should celebrate like one year is great. Like you've stayed to the, our knowledge, you've stayed straight, you know, for mm-hmm. one year and that's a big accomplishment. Now, if you get two years, you, you will never like, you can be like, Hey, I've never hit two years before. Like, that's great. You know? Yeah. I mean... It should be encouragement. You should celebrate it. It is. I'm encouraged that this is a legitimate year. That's nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so it does feel different. But it's, you know, again, it's it's just still uncomfortable. There's a lot of stuff, you know, for both of us. So. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll get Brianna. <laughs> Hey, 
there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. All right, so super excited because we have Brienne um, with us on Wind Down. Yours, are you still in LA right now? 
Yes, I am. I'm in LA. And are you going to stay in LA or are you thinking about going back to... I don't know, girl. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing at this point. I don't think anybody does. Um, you know, we're just literally hunkered in our mm-hmm. house and not mm-hmm. going anywhere. We're getting everything delivered. It's crazy how scary it is right now in LA. Well, I, I mean, I can't even imagine. But on the flip side, congratulations. You just celebrated 11 years of sobriety in December. So... Yes. yes, I even brought my chip. Look, I got. Wow. I was like, oh, I should pull heavy it metal. out. Wow. That's, yeah. It's that's heavy. awesome. Good for you, Brian. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, we were just talking about you know sobriety and stuff because I know Jan shared with you it'll be a year for me um, this week, and I guess my question to you to start off is, I'm still not comfortable with it. Like, you know what I mean? It's, you know, I think even more so because it's a year and this is the second or third time that we've quote unquote celebrated a year. And I was telling Jan, I was like, this is my first legitimate year, which is nice. Um, Yeah. But still it's, there's so many feelings around it because of setbacks in the past where I have a hard time acknowledging it, you know? Yeah, I get it. I mean, nobody walks into those rooms thinking, yay, I get to be a part of this mm-hmm. group of like sex addicts or sex and love addicts. And the problem is it's such a gray area and it's so hard to get sobriety in the program that there's people slip mm-hmm. all the time and they don't talk about it. But I think that's the beautiful thing that you're doing is talking about it. But we shouldn't have mm-hmm. shame because this is one of the hardest diseases ever to get through and I've said it before like they say a is the last you know house on the block you want to go to but then like sex and love addiction and stuff is like the shack in the back you like don't want to go to like it's the worst place Mm -hmm. in the world so I get it I mean I can even hear that like shamefulness that you feel it feels like that you're holding yeah, on I, to. I'm, I'm wearing it thick, especially as we, as we get yeah, in closer. It's like a yeah, coat. it really is, and yeah, it's just hard and uncomfortable, and you know, it's just one of those things. But I think we're just taking it in stride. Yeah, I mean, like we were kind of saying earlier too, Brian. I was saying, you know, I was talking to my therapist, and I'm like, it's hard for the the partner. I feel like to because we have celebrated it two or three times, like because I still yeah. want to celebrate him because I think it's amazing, especially you know, okay, it's going to be on New Year's Eve. Like what a celebration. What a like, you know, this is amazing, you know, you have one year. But then I'm like, it's like the other part of me that's like, I don't want to, I don't want to, because I'm like, how many more are we going to throw? And that's where like my, the the negative and the fe- the the fear part comes in with, with my side of it going, well, you know, are we going to have to celebrate another one? Is this going to be, you know, now is New Year's going to be a, a trigger holiday? Because he might yeah. relapse again and be like, oh, we could have been celebrating your, you know, mm. so it's like it just sets more and more like trigger, trigger places and trigger holidays and trigger like because it's like there are there's enough triggers in the world as it is with this. It's mm-hmm. like I'm like, how, do, how am I supposed to like and I mean, we talked about live with my with my um, therapist, but like. The, like to like walk that line is so hard because I'm like, of course, I want to celebrate him. I don't want him to feel shame, but I'm also terrified out of my mind. Well, I can understand. I mean, when any I and I speak to a lot of partners, it's so interesting that we're talking about this. I had someone reach out yesterday, 
he's the partner of someone that, you know, she keeps cheating on him and he keeps going back to her and she's holding on to him. And I was just telling him, you have to understand that when a slip happens, it has nothing to do with you as the partner. It has to do with the addict feeling out of control, feeling, you know, like they're not good enough to be truly loved and they don't know, feel like they can love and be loved. So I first would say, yes, New Year's Eve, celebrating a year again, is gotta be very difficult for you, but it's also, he's doing the work. If he wasn't doing the work, if he wasn't, you know, going to therapy, going to meetings, talking to his sponsor, then I would say there's a huge problem there, but he's doing the work. And I, as your friend, have seen so many people change and know that on the other side, like he will be, you know, it's just going to be a year and it's two years and it's three years. And every year, some new layer is going to expose itself. And as the partner, you just have to kind of be along for the ride and not take it personal. But if the relapses keep happening, then it, then it's kind of like what you said to me last December. You're like, he's not doing the yeah. work. Like you can't put your yeah. foot in forward either way if he's not doing the work. Yeah. And I said that to, I was like, if he's not doing the work and he's not taking it seriously, then you got to get out, you know, because just like my husband, if I'm not doing the work to better myself and to get out of my isms, it's not fair for him to stick around. Brian, when did you decide to be public about being in, you know, in slaw and sex and love addiction? Well, that's the funny thing. I mean, when I hit 10 years, it was this moment and Jana and I talked a lot about it because we've been doing that project mm-hmm. we've had together. And, um, it was this overwhelm. I spoke at this meeting and I spoke for 45 minutes and it was a meeting all around the world over mm-hmm. the phone. Right. And the, you can call in and leave a message for the speaker. And I got all these messages from all yeah. over the world. And it was such a beautiful moment for me because I felt this like, wow, I've hit a decade, which is crazy. Like when I walked into the room, I couldn't believe someone. I remember this guy speaking and he was like, I have eight years. And I was like, eight years. I can't even get through a day right, right now. Right. You know, <laughs> like I was in so much pain and he, the when he was speaking and now I'm on that other side, it's my it's 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 almost like god gave me this gift to be the voice for mm-hmm. a woman sex and love addict because women it's more shameful as a woman i feel yeah you know it's more like it's a, even when a jana and i were talking you remember you're like it's not real it's a man <laughs> yeah Do you remember you said that to me i was like <laughs> actually um, no <laughs> but i just felt like here's my chance to give my experience strength and hope to a bigger than just Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this HuffPost article coming out, you know, as a sex and love addict, a recovered Mm -hmm. sex and love addict sharing one of my bottoms. And it was the best thing I've ever done. It was terrified, but then the feedback has been so beautiful. And like, my girlfriend has this problem. I have this problem. I can't like stop cheating. I can't, you know, keep DMing guys. everything and i just felt of such service that it just made me think bigger than just myself for sure i mean it it is you know even with negative blowback or whatever i i know for me personally just with our story being out there 
the, the amount of guys that have reached out to me or messaged me or whatever, and that I've met with and talked with, that's more fulfilling than anything else I could have imagined. And really for me, right. I've experienced that it, it inspires my, you know, my recovery and everything because you're just adding, you're including more people like within your store and your circle. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to let down Gene. I don't want to let down myself or my kids, but then you have all these people kind of leaning on you and you just want to continue to be support yeah. for them. And for me, it's just, I think that's been a big part of why I've been able to get to a legitimate year is honestly us talking about it so much. In which aspect? Just because more people, so many people have reached out. Mm. And so I just feel encouraged. Like it helps me feel encouraged with what we're doing as opposed to as much shame. You know what I mean? Because people lean on me, guys lean on me, guys reach out to me and want to talk about these things. So it's just an added layer for it. It makes us accountable also. It makes you accountable. Like, do you want to go do this thing? I mean, even just that chip, that little teeny, you know, Mm -hmm. gold chip. I remember when I was driving to get my six month chip and I talk about this a lot that like somebody like I was intriguing with texted me on the drive to get my six month chip. And I remember thinking, do I do what I always do and text back or do I do something different and go get that plastic Mm -hmm. red six month chip? Like that was more important at that moment than, you know, getting my Mm -hmm. high, getting someone to fill me. But I also have to congratulate you in the sense of, I don't know at my one year if I could have been so public. There's something also has to be difficult that speaking out at such a vulnerable (laughs) place because i remember at my one year i literally wanted to crawl out of my skin i felt like i was like a snake like trying to shed its skin yeah does that is that how you feel because that has to be a lot of pressure at this it is and it's been an unfortunate hat to wear like this early in my Mm -hmm. recovery process especially over the last four or five years or four years that our story's been out but that's the thing. My yeah. anonymity was was taken away from me. That wasn't my choice. And so yeah. I've had to ride it out, you know, and it's it is hard because then when, you know, I did have, you know, the setback last year and it's like it, we essentially have to publicly address it. You know, that's that sucks. Yeah. It sucks to really for both of us, not just me, but for both of us to for Janet to feel embarrassed or to feel sadness around that for me to feel shamed and embarrassed as well. And so it, it's, you know. It's not easy, and but again, we're just, you know, we just have to keep talking about it and lean on each other around it and be able to express our, our feelings. You and I? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if my husband, I don't know if Mark would have been able, even, you know, he's sober like 30-something mm-hmm. years in his, his own addiction, but that would have been really hard on our relationship the first year going through that because – did you feel like this first year was like your first, you know, the other, you know, three years ago? Because the first year is the worst. It's the worst. You feel like you're dying. Yeah. You know, because I've I've still been in the program for four years now, it's yeah. felt simpler at times because of the those initial just like, even though you're doing the work, you feel like you're white knuckling every second of the day. Where I've, I've yeah. gotten past it's- like that, that kind of those kind of places where, you know, when I first entered the room, the whole lust of the mind will go away. I didn't believe that was ever possible mm-hmm. until I started getting some time together. And, and so now like those kind of things 
are are aren't in the equation you know what i mean it, it's as much it's it was just it was still getting to that level of comf- comfortability with myself and it was just i was just yeah. had a hard time doing that the initial stuff was okay but i just had a hard time maintaining it because eventually i just kind of fell off the wagon i'll just be reaching for something i don't know what it was well anything to fill that hole when we're feeling even this morning i have to tell you like a part of me was like annoyed at I was on a Zoom, one of the Zoom meetings, mm-hmm. you know, that I go to every morning and people were just annoying me. And I was like, why am I so irritated? And it makes you want to like reach for a mm-hmm. cookie or reach for your phone to look at Instagram, anything you can do to get out of feeling discomfort. Yep. And as an addict, and especially a sex and love addict or a sex addict and being addicted to mm-hmm. people that we have to sit in this discomfort and be okay with it. And it's like, who wants to do that? Who wants to sit in discomfort and be okay with it? You know, I was on a 12-step <laughs> meeting this morning, and a guy said something great that was being real-time just with something he was dealing with. And he, he was making a point. He was like, you know, one is too many, a thousand's not enough. To exactly your point, yeah. like to take that distraction or take whatever. And I was like, man, it's, it's so true. Because, you know, you ha- still have those moments where you're like, you just want to run away from whatever you're feeling. And I'm sure people who aren't even yeah. addicts have that, right? We they fill their void with something, and it's like, again, one is too many, thousands not enough. It was just it got me today. But don't you feel grateful a little bit? I mean, I have to tell you, we have the tools. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine not having the tools and being in this world pandemic and not being able to jump on a twelve-step meeting in the morning? Yeah. When your kids are driving you crazy, your significant other, you're just feeling discomfort. Like, I'm so grateful. I'm extremely grateful for that. And I mean, I'm not, I mean, this from a not codependent way. And I'm grateful that I have Jana because I know not to compare, but I know so many other spouses or so many other guys that are in worse situations, you know, with their significant other. And just the fact that I have a wife that's able to, navigate through things as well as janet ultimately can is a game changer Mm -hmm. for me just being someone who does have some codependency tendencies and stuff and just wants to rely you know hey honey how am i feeling today like that kind of thing to have her has been a big pillar in my ability to you know feel sane at times honestly along with working my program do you ever ask her to like fix it for you not anymore no like i'm able to i'm i'm getting better at allowing her to have her feelings or allowing myself to have my feelings without putting that on her but you know i'm jana got was reached out by somebody um anonymous a day or two ago and because you sponsor so many people and have so much you know time in this program brian wonder what your advice would be for somebody that maybe that's listening that maybe going through a new discovery, especially during the holidays, because Jana got a message about, she just found out her husband was a sex addict and it's around the holidays. And it's like, what do the, what does that other person do to, to stay sane during this time? I mean, that's a, that's a loaded right. question because there's no right way. Like I said to Jana and, and like I say to anybody listening, if you're with a sex addict, a sex and love addict, a love addict, a codependent, 
any of those things and they're acting out outside of your relationship, one number one, you can't mm -hmm. fix them. It's not Jana's responsibility to fix you. It's not my husband's responsibility to fix me. And they're not reason enough for us to get better. So if you're struggling and your partner is acting out, you have every right to walk mm -hmm. away. Now, I know kids are involved. I have a kid also. And if that person is willing to step into a room, step into therapy, to get help and find out why they are, you know, watching too much porn, disconnecting, masturbating too much, disconnecting with other people, all that stuff that we as sex and love addicts tend to do, you know, if they're willing to look at the reason why it's worth walking through that fire with them, if you love them, because on the other side of it, it's such a deeper connection than than I have ever experienced. Like my husband and I are more connected ever than we were like 16 mm. years ago. And it was because we walked through the pain, walked through like, where does he contribute to my addiction? Where do, what are the things I'm doing not to completely have both feet in our relationship? So if you're out there and you just found out this information, you know, I would look at the pros and cons. Is the person willing to do the work and then you have to make that decision for, for sure. yourself. Brian, why do people still um, like a lot of people will say and leave comments like, oh, that's just a, you know, married man excuse or <laughs> like they don't believe sex addiction. Well, number one, I think I think it's the most uncomfortable disease. It's easier to be like, oh, that person's addicted to drugs and alcohol. And Jana, you and I've talked about it and, you know, more people are in jail and dead because of sex and love addiction. More people are murdered over sex, over jealousy, over cheating. More people are in jail. And I've spoken out jails for a really long time. And every woman in there was a sex and love addict in some form. So I think society as a whole, we lean into glamorizing falling in love, glamorizing sexuality, you know, putting it all out there. Um, intriguing flirting all that stuff so society doesn't want to look at it as a problem because if they look at it as a problem then that means our whole structure has to change so i think it makes people really uncomfortable with the idea of being addicted to people and i think they glamorize it because i always say like i'm in love with falling in love i'm in love with feeling that first high and every movie hits on that almost they don't talk about paying the bills. They don't talk about real intimacy, what real sex looks like after being married for 10 years. So I think they want to believe it's just a, you know, a cheater's, you know, made up thing to get out of, you know, acting out, but it's not, it's so real. I can't even tell you, I was on a meeting the other night and it, there was like 400 people. Like it's, it's, this is a huge deal. I think our society is so disconnected and social media has even made us more disconnected and lean into fantasy mm -hmm. and like going online and looking at other people's lives and fantasizing and all that. So I just feel like it's too hard for people to understand that it is not a made up disease. I wish it oh, was, yeah. believe me. You, you, you know? me both. <laughs> I was like, I wish it wasn't real, but when you meet a woman that is 65 that can't stop cheating, you know, or 
another man that can't stop watching porn. And it's just like one after the other. And it's every walk of life. It's every gender. It's every, you know, that's, everything. Yeah. Ethnicity. Yeah, that's what I tell people, especially in, in Los Angeles when I was doing meetings there. I mean, you had people from 18 to 80, every mm-hmm. creed, color, sexual or- orientation, marital status, you name it. Rich, rich all or of it. all of us all of like it. janitor to like ceo to huge a hundred percent it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter yeah Ooh, spill all the deets no i'm kidding <laughs> Ooh, tell me who well that's what i i do spill some deeds but i don't say because i do have yeah she does so go out. ahead so tell I us do. all about the book and then your podcast too oh so i did write a book which is crazy because i'm dyslexic <laughs> and like me writing a book I can't even put like a proper sentence together but I did my husband forced me to write a book um in a loving way and it's coming out in in February and it's called Secret Lives of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict and there is you know some stories in there that have to do with Hollywood have to do with this addiction how Hollywood amplifies the addiction sometimes and yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really nervous. And I hope people like it. It's based on my life, but it's in a fiction character. And it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. It's and you've really read it, good. Jana. It's juicy. It's it's, ju- it's it juicy. Is juicy. I had someone I had someone read it and they said, and I think you said the same thing. They said, it's like titillizing, but it you it's an addiction. So you feel like really wrong, but then you, it's like a car crash. You you can't like right. You like you want to be like, a part oh, of it, like but the- you're like, no, wait, what? What am I? <laughs> and, then like, and then you have a podcast too. So I and I love the premise of your podcast. So tell our listeners what yours is all about. It's called Secret Life. Uh, we started it. My husband and I started it at the beginning of August. We were feeling, and I know a lot of people were. We were feeling so disconnected with everything going on, and. We're like, how can we give back on a bigger level? So I was in bed one night and it popped into my head, secret life, have other people tell that, tell me their secrets. Cause I just got done telling HuffPost came out March 19th and the world shut down March 12th. So I just got done sharing this huge secret. And I thought like, oh my God, the world is gonna stop and nothing happened except the world stopped for <laughs> the the virus but I just realized like it felt so good to be of service and it felt so good to let go of that shame let go of that secret so I started the podcast called secret life and people come on and share all types of secrets you know some of the first ones were their husband their boyfriend was a sex addict you know um coming out of the closet with their parents having emotional incest with their mom shooting themselves in the chest with a shotgun and surviving the suicide attempt you know yeah to funny ones of like us being actresses and going and like making up that we can do something and then being on set like all these different secrets of from all walks of life i have and I'm just really proud of it because people have found so much healing from that. That's so cool. And it's in Brianne, you know, you always say like everyone has an ism. Yes. Which is always thought was interesting. Like we all have some kind of ism. We do. I think what Mike said is that we all use something to get outside of Mm -hmm. ourselves, whether it be shopping online. I have tons of girlfriends that when they're bored are feeling not okay, they'll go and shop. And it's like, I 
ask them, where are you going to wear that right now? Like, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> Why are Why you are shopping? Clothes? <laughs> yeah, like, you're not wearing it anywhere. So, or they watch a lot of television and they're obsessed with Netflix. Or you're eating a bunch of cookies, which I had one this morning for breakfast because I was feeling uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. We all have something we do to get outside of ourselves. And I am trying to make a movement where we stop and we just are okay with just as we are where we are and that we are loved no matter what with all our brokenness with all our discomforts with all our low self-esteem that we're all the same we're all scared of fear and abandonment at some level as humans I love you, Brian. Um, everyone follow Brian Davis. Um, get her book when it comes out in February, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, and then also her podcast, Secret Life Podcast. Um, and just, I love you. I'm proud to know you. I'm proud to call you a friend. So thanks for coming on, babe. Thanks, Brian. Bye, Bye, guys. And congratulations on your Thank year. Thank you. I'll try to accept that. <laughs> yes, please do. Pat yourself I'll on the try. back. <laughs> thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. <laughs> Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots. But wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. 
Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You know, it's like she ended with there, you know, everybody has something that they reach for. And I just want to clarify kind of what her and I are both saying on that is that doesn't mean everyone's an addict of something. It's just because there's tendencies behind that, but, but we do, everyone has something that when they're feeling a certain way, they, they distract themselves and it could be a healthy distraction, but we all try find ways to avoid feeling that. What is your healthy distraction? My hobbies, your hobbies, my 12 hobbies, but you start a hobby, you buy all the stuff for it and then you do it like once or twice. <laughs> what have I, haven't I done though? I mean, you biked for like, I biked for a while and I'm still going to once it gets warm again. I'm just not that committed to do it in the cold. <laughs> they ain't doing that. But he had to get all of the bike gear and the outfits and the. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Mark, what's your uh, ism? And you're defining my ism as my healthy way of escaping? Yeah. And what's if you have an unhealthy one, please share with the class. Produce it, baby. <laughs> produce it. It's It's been hiking lately for the past six months or so. I've been doing a ton of hiking since the shutdown. I'm also very into baseball. Mm. That that you are. Just watching baseball, reading about baseball. I mean, it's all, all kinds of things. So, I mean, it's just kind of the same stuff. You know, like I said, that we're all 12 years old inside. It's the same stuff I had when I was 12 years old. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, my healthy one's running. and But my probably my unhealthy is either scrolling on Instagram and like comparing or sometimes – well, lately I've done a better job of not drinking wine when I'm frustrated because I've noticed that like I was just would drink wine just to to not feel, <laughs> which is not a good thing. So now I'm I'm careful to not drink on those nights because I don't want that to become an issue. So earlier before Brienne, you said something I found interesting as you were saying about Mike's year, you referred to it as I forget the exact words you used, but it was something like. Uh, as far as we know, you've been good for a year. And I feel like, of course, it's impossible for you to know everything, but isn't there an implied lack of trust in that sentence? I mean, I could see how you would think that. And I I get it, but 
that's how I have to, because I don't know. I'll never know. Only he yeah. knows. So the to my knowledge, I've seen him. If I if I were to say like he is, that's gonna destroy me over and over and over because I don't know what the real truth is. But when you say that, is it a subtle way of saying to him, I trust you to a point. I trust you 90%. But just so you know, it's not all the way there yet. To me, it's not towards him. I could see how it could maybe, you could maybe think it's like a passive, but it's more like to protect myself. Yeah. I think I would take it personally. Mike, how do you take it when she says I that? used to take it personally for sure because that's exactly how I would receive it as passive. It's like you're saying you believe me, you trust me, but not really. But over time, I'm able to realize why that's said. Because, you know, it's kind of, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, I, twice I've had to reset my time. Well, we've had to reset more than that. Well. Like four times. We've had two year... I, well, three year birthdays, and then he had to reset it a few twice times. Twice I've twice I've had to go back on my one year. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting at. This would be the third time I've gotten to a year, quote unquote, because of the past ones. So I can understand that she can't just wholeheartedly just trust sure. fall into me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's going to take time, and I got to earn that. Um, so I don't take it personally anymore. I, I, you know, I take it for what it is and I understand that there's still a healing and pain behind it. Yeah. I th my therapist is kind of always said like, because that's, that's the knowledge that we know. What we know is, you know, what we, what we think is going on, but we don't fully know. And so if we hold on like, no, no, he's done then you're going to like, you you can spiral like so crazy out of control. Because you're going to want to, I'm going to want to put the control. I'm going to want to control what he's doing. And because I've, I'm like, no, he's not lying. And, but if I, to the best of our knowledge, to the best of my knowledge, he's, he's straight because I can't control what he's doing. So it, mm. it, it, that makes it, um, that makes me not hold the control. And I know it looks like trust, but for me, it's more of just the, Letting go of control. Letting go of expectations and control and mm. the fear. But th but that's a good illustration of how this uh, is not really a celebration of one year. It's the tempered enthusiasm behind it. Because Mike's got the shame of hitting this point plenty of times. Mm -hmm. Jen has still got the, as far as we know. So therefore, it is what it is. And it's notable, but it's not a celebration. Right. But I think it's still, but that makes me sad. Because I think it still should be celebrated. Because hopefully we won't have to come, well, they're, I I won't unfortunately be around for the next one if there is one and that's just the reality but I'll still support him from from afar what's the farthest we've gotten one year but again it well, wasn't really sober that now this is the now. farthest I've gotten yeah well that's, that's worth celebrating I think see that's that's and that's where I'm saying like that's where I think you know that is worth celebrating yeah because it's a milestone yeah, because we've he this is the most sober he's been for a year. Like that's amazing. And I do want him to celebrate that because I I hope that it's going to be you know one year one day and then one year you know like I'm excited for him. I want him to feel 
So that maybe we have a, a big celebration at two years. Because we've never come close to two years, right? Or maybe it's no. five years. No. No, I mean, hey, every every year that it gets more and he's legit so, like, you know, like living how he lived the past year, I mean, we're going to have massive celebrations. Well, and here, but here's the thing that anyone in program would say to all that is, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about that because now getting to this point, being the farthest I've gone along, I realized why people in program said it's, you know, one day at a time because it is, mm-hmm. you literally live one day at a time. You know, the moment you start thinking about all that and, you know, that's when you, you, you look past yourself. So I'm just focused on today. Tomorrow I'll be focused on tomorrow. And hopefully next thing I know, I look up and it's been 10 years. Amen. Well, I genuinely am really excited to celebrate your one year. And um, I hope that, like you said, there's many more years to come. But for right now, let's just soak in the one year. And I'm proud of you for living a sober year. Well, I appreciate that, honey. And I'm really going to try. And, you know, I just want to say thank you because, you know, I've put us through a lot and you're still here. And like I was telling Brianne earlier in the show and you is in a healthy way, you know, you're a huge part of my motivation. And I just continue to remind myself on how grateful I am that I still have you because there's a lot of people that wouldn't stick around. So I thank you and uh, we'll just make the day the the best we can. I love you. Love you too. See y'all. Bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals mother's milk comes in. Mother's milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about mother's milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash mother's milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.